welcome to Idle Talk. Today we have an interesting episode because we're going to be talking about stuff that I've been watching on TV. Yes, uh, it's we we are past Q4, so that means I'm letting myself watch some TV. Um, so let's just uh, before we get into it, let's talk about the Idle Talk minis that we premiered. Um, I hope you guys liked it. It's something short, super, super short, you know, shorter than an Idle Talk episode, you know, about topics that not necessarily would make it into a full episode. At least that's the hope. Uh, I definitely will elaborate on things as, you know, it's deemed necessary. But, um, yeah, we had Idle Talk minis, and um, as of now, don't know how many premiered yet. Um, the, the plan, <laughs> I won't lie to you, the plan was just to have the one on the Wednesday. But um, anything to get in front of your your ears to take up some of your time to um, really get you to vibe with the show. Um, but uh, yeah, so Idle Talk Minis, great, great to do. I had a lot of fun doing them. But um, let's just talk about Scream 5 and let's just give you a spoiler alert. Because I think I will go into spoilers. I will try not to. But definitely, definitely I might let a few things slip because I want to talk about Scream 5 and my experience viewing Scream 5. So... As, as I've mentioned before, the only reason why I like horror movies is because I got to watch every single horror movie uh, with my sister. It was her first time watching every single horror movie that we've ever seen. So, Freddy vs. Jason, Jason's movies on its own, Freddy's movies on their own, um, Saw. The list goes on and on. Amityville Horror, all the Conjurings, Annabelle, all the Annabelle movies, you know, all, all those good fine things so i got to experience that with her and that was a good experience you know it's a it's it's a connection nonetheless um all the chucky movies you know even the tv show you know we just go i haven't finished watching the tv show because it it bled into q4 so i have to finish watching that i'm reminding myself to go finish watching chucky but um so screen five we we watched the first three on hbo max when it was available there and there was a screen four that i was not aware of so i bought it on amazon prime so um Screen 4 I own on Amazon Prime. And um, also the the new Saw that isn't the one that Chris Rock is in. I also own that on Amazon Prime. So, you know, I, as we watch movies, you know, there was a need to kind of finish watching the series. It's another car just driving by really loud. Anyway, so, you know, as as the needs came along, I bought I bought the movies as, as I should because I like those movies. But, um. So yeah, we watched the first four, obviously, and Scream 5 was the first Scream movie I got to see in theaters, so that definitely enhanced my experience. And also, watching it in one of my favorite movie theaters, the Alamo Draft House, located on Central Avenue in Yonkers, like, I love that movie theater. Uh, I used to frequent that thing, like, every other day, it felt like, in 2020, like, leading up to 2020, it just, you know, the Alamo season pass really, really helps you connect with cinema and it makes makes experiencing you know the experience of going to the movie theater is just much easier it's like yeah i'll pay x amount of money a month and then just a little fee at the end for every time i want to get a free ticket like the the season pass i highly recommend if you're in the area where a season pass is allowed like the animal drive house isn't everywhere but um, fortunately, there's one like 40 minutes away. <laughs> I think I think it's in DC, so maybe like maybe it might be like a 50 minute drive for me, which is which is a drive I'll do to go to an Alamo draft house. But nonetheless, Alamo. Um, so Scream Five, it was a doozy, really. It it 
tells you again just like every scream it'll tell you what's gonna happen and then it's up to you to believe it or not so i remember the classic like the killers behind the refrigerator trope in every horror movie you know when the fridge is open they're in the fridge and they close it boom suddenly appeared so i in scream one let's talk about scream one real quick sydney is in her house she goes to open the closet because something's happening right and she opens the closet and we kind of expect the killer to be on the other side of the closet you know like the classic fridge scene right and then she closes the closet and then nothing happens right and then we move a few more scenes later and then the killer jumps out of the closet that she originally checked i i can appreciate that moment because it it, it felt the setup felt with the music and how the trope usually is that we would be expecting the killer right about then right we'd be like ah predictable we got him and then nothing happened and then the killer popped out of the same closet just a few minutes later so taking that into account i think scream 5 did that but on a whole different level just like it i think it being the first scream i've seen in movie theater it it just made me like the movie better than it presented itself I'm not going to say it's a perfect movie, even though the experience plus, you know, the connection that I have with horror movies and, you know, that I went to go see with my sister. Like, I don't, you know, taking that all out of account, I think Scream 5 was a solid, solid movie. A lot of, I've seen a lot of people criticize it and it says it sucks. It's a six or like a five. But I think after first watching it, I, I left there and I was like, wow, this is a perfect movie experience. Note how I said experience. I didn't say it was a perfect movie. I would grade it with a more sympathetic rubric if I, if that makes any kind of sense i i would give it an eight i think scream 5 was an eight out of ten again they mentioned legacy characters and they mentioned how it's a reboot but it's a it's it's a sequel some shit like that you know they wanted to reboot it but it's a sequel because it you know includes legacy characters so i like i like that the story ultimately stuck to its roots Right, it presented us a main character, or aka final girl, um, but people, you know, spoilers alert, it's multiple people at the end, um, and it presented us with that, and it stuck it through till the very end. I thought that Sydney Prescott coming into the movie would ultimately, you know, the story would shift and it would focus on her again. For some reason, I just felt like that was an easy kind of uh, thing to guess and thing to worry about. But ultimately, it stuck to its, you know, it stuck to the script. Like, for the lack of a better term, it said, this is your people you have to care about. We're going to bring back people that you already know. But ultimately, this movie is about the people we want you to care about. And it's these, it's this uh, Brady bunch of people that we showed you, this breakfast club uh, <laughs> group that we're showing you. And, you know, from start to finish, this is their movie that also includes people from the movies you already love. And I can appreciate that. And I'm glad that it, it stuck that way. I'm glad it didn't shift the story midway through to make it all about Sidney Prescott. So I don't remember any of the main characters' names. And I think that's going to hurt <laughs> my review. But there is a set of twins on there in that movie. And one of the girls is in this show called Yellow Jackets on Hulu. And I will talk about Yellow Jackets a little bit later. But again, Scream, it... I have some notes that I'm going to read out to you that I took upon it. So the opening scene to Scream 5 has to be the best opening scene of the franchise. It was actually drawn out, but every moment of it was just 
you know, like you're on your the edge of your seat. And it it takes some inspirations from the previous ones. It pays homage to them. But ultimately, it felt like one of the best opening scenes of any of the Scream movies because of how well it was paced. The dialogue wasn't that cringe. Like, it, the dialogue was a perfect amount of cringe. And it, it really showcases showcased that um, technology these days. How just anybody with just, I guess, determination, I want to say. Because everybody, I want you to just to take a moment, use this as an exercise. How many websites have the same password? Think about that. How many of the websites you go on to, and if you have an account, how many of them share a password? How many of them are either kind of the same or exactly the same? Think about that real quick. I'll give you a second. Think about that your number because that's a problem. As you can see, companies have data breaches all the time. I don't want to say all the time, but you know, it's it's not a shock when it happens, right? Because ultimately, it's just a flaw that you know people, human people, make, and ultimately, you know, there's there's consequences to that. But when when your account gets compromised like that, right, and you share that password with other accounts different accounts that you have what's like of course your information is just a a crumb in a cake full of data (laughs) but you know like it people who are determined to do bad will ultimately find a way to do bad so if they just happen to stumble upon your information your account information they're gonna go try to reverse look up your email associated they're going to try different passwords on different websites because they're like huh if it's the same you know what are the odds that this person used this same exact email for their bank and then they'll obviously have your card on file sometimes that when that information gets compromised so you know just be wary also just a psa to change your instagram passwords okay there's a lot of accounts that i've seen that i follow that i just don't follow anymore because (laughs) they got their shit hacked because of bitcoin mining and then they have to post this freaking like hostage video of like, oh, Bitcoin mining is real. It's legit. Go, go hit up so and so. And let's and let's talk about why. Why is your account getting compromised? Is it because you clicked on a link in a DM? Is this you? And then you check like, is it me? I don't know. What did I do? <laughs> or is it because you have a weak password? Or is it because somebody hit you up like, yo, let me get your bank info. Let me put in tank. Let me. Let me take give me tank give me two k, and I'll make it into fifteen k, and then that's it. And then it does work, but then months down the line, some shit like this happens. You know, let's just be let's just say what it is. Like, did you did you fall for that? Did you fall for the let's make ten k? If you give me two k, like that, like you don't want to do that. That's like so easy. Like, come on, let's do it. Did you fall for that? Did you fall for that? <laughs> but um, so yeah, PSA, change your Instagram passwords. Now let's get back into Screen Five real quick. Real quick, these are just my going to be my final thoughts on the movie. Credit to Scream 5 that it did not pull a Force Awakens. And when I say that, I mean Scream 5 was not a shot-for-shot remake of Scream 1. It had a diverse cast of people that we could guess that was the killer. Um, even, even you know, our own family, which is, is, is a trope in the Scream movies. But... Um, it's it was great it's a great experience i think just because the legacy characters really added to like hey is it you i mean like they made good points like hey man you've been fucked up so many times like how are we how are we sure it's not you and as they say that to um is it dewey 
Dewey. It's not Dewey. Is it Dewey? After checking, it is Dewey. <laughs> I just needed to clear that up. I just couldn't remember how. Um, but David Arquette's character, um, and he as a as a legacy character and as somebody that's been through it four times previously, he his insight to the cast and crew really really meshed really well, and I want to give him credit for it. I'm not going to spoil anything after that, but um, I I can I appreciate the kind of homage it paid to its original characters and to its original director you know Wes Craven at the end it said hashtag for Wes and if you didn't know he died um he also made a cameo in the first screen movie as a janitor who kind of had the same outfit as um Freddy because he also helped make um Nightmare on Elm Street but um yeah so that's I loved Scream 5 I will recommend it to any Scream lovers um if it's your first Scream movie, you definitely want to go in like 25 minutes earlier than your um, scheduled time and sit in the theater and just watch the explanations that they give you beforehand. That'll help you a lot. Um, but it, but if this is also your first Scream movie, after you finish watching it, go back. Watch the other ones. You know, it, it can't hurt. Okay, we're back. Uh, I was I was rudely interrupted by um, police and just some lady filling her tires up with air so i forgot where i was uh but let's just take that that little break as a sign let's talk about mandalorian real quick so i'm not uh, not the mandalorian freaking book of boba fett um spoilers if you haven't watched it already uh this whole last episode was just about setting up the mandalorian in the series you're watching so that was a great episode i'm excited to see where the show heads uh with that but yeah just cars anyway the reason why i bring the book of boba fett up is because another one of their characters that we met two episodes ago the little pokey the pop pokemon i was like pokemon rangers the power rangers um that we met quote-unquote power rangers in the in the episode two episodes ago uh that one of the girls in that also was in this show called yellow jackets and i thought that was pretty cool getting to see those two people that i know from a completely different series just like wow look at you like you're like really really like getting money huh like you I, i'm gonna say this yellow jackets was so fucking good and this is my psa to you if you're watching a show or you're gonna start watching a new show you need recommendations yellow jackets on hulu trust trust me i give that series a uh, 8 out of 10 because you know some of the moments is is very cringe uh i think the episode 9 was just nothing but sex and it's uncomfortable because it's just a lot of sex. So just, or episode eight, one of those episodes. Uh, so just, you know, be warned that they're, they're you know, it's that kind of show. It, it ultimately, we're, we're following a girl's soccer team in high school, um, a, a Catholic school, I believe, or some kind of, some kind of religion school, because there's a really religious girl on the team. But, you know, I digress. So we follow them, you know, we're rooting for them to win their state championship, and ultimately they they crash. They on their way to the to Seattle for their soccer games, they crash and are stranded. And ultimately, it, the people that survive are some of the girls, obviously, and one of the one of their coaches and the sons of the other coach that ultimately perished. Um, so they described that the coach's death as like he was trying to help strap someone in and get their mask on and whatever because you know when, when the pressure drops a mask comes down you have to do it for yourself and stuff so he was trying to help somebody out and then the door opened on the plane and 
he flew out and died. <laughs> we get to see that on on the surface below, he was still alive. And then his son tried to go help him out of a tree branch, and the tree fell, and then he, that kills him, ultimately. So, you know, our, our dog was fighting, and my sister brings up a great point that I want people to think about, really, is the people that die in the beginning of tragedies, do they die because they were good people, right? Do they die first as kind of God's way, whoever you believe in, as their way to kind of be like, you know what? There's no reason for pain and suffering here. Let's, you know, come home. Come home. So just think about that real quick. You know, I'll give you some time. Because, you know, I I don't know where to go from here. Because whenever she said that, I was like, are you, are you fucking serious? Is it the people that die at the beginning? Are they the best of us <laughs> when it comes to things like that? Like, if I was in a tragedy like that and I'm, like, still alive, now I'm going to think that think about that. To, like, I'm going to think what my sister said. I'm like, fuck, am I not good enough to get, like, a, a break? Can I, I can't catch a break. I couldn't have died. Now I got to, like, figure out how to survive in the wilderness. Like, so let's think, think about that for a second, guys. Because <laughs> it, it set me spiraling. I had to pause the show. I was like, why would you put it that way? <laughs> But, so yeah, okay, so the, the show works in, in two ways. There's a present version of the characters, so in our in our same year, 2021 at the time, because they premiered in 2021, uh, so it was a present day version of the characters, of the cast that we know and love, and so, and they show us flashbacks, right? And so when we're in those flashbacks, we're like, all right, we don't have to worry about this, 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 and that, because we know we see them in the present. But somehow, some way, Having the knowledge that we see them in the present, they're active in the present, they're, the story is following them in the present, I still worry for these characters. Like that one girl I mentioned earlier in Scream that she's in the show, I worried about her the entire time. I saw her in the present, and I was still scared that they were going to kill off this girl. And she became one of my favorite characters. I don't want to spoil the names because i want you to just figure out which characters i'm talking about and enjoy it on your own okay um, it's not that kind of review <laughs> but it's just more of a, as, a, as a psa to go watch the things i'm talking about go watch yellow jackets because the opening scene i feel like from episode one did not pay off at the end <laughs> and i was like i'm so confused who is this person that we're supposed to be seeing but ultimately i think it sets up i think now the opening scene sets up season two and season two is wide open, just for the taking. So if you go on Reddit, look up Yellow Jackets subreddit, you know, go through there after you've watched this show. Commit commit to watching this show. It's only 10 episodes. Commit to watching it. Go on Reddit. My head is moving a lot. I'm passionate about this. <laughs> but go go on Reddit and just talk and just, you know, not talk, but like read the comments, read the theories. It, it is a joy to do. It And I normally... I used to follow Arrow. I used to love that show on the CW. Um, and going on Reddit was just a fucking pure nightmare. And it it kind of follows that format where it gives you flashbacks and it gives you shit in the present that you supposed to care about. But I think it, it took that formula and did it better. And that's all I have to say about that. Yellow Jackets is, was really a solid 8 out of 10. I, the reason why I didn't give it a 10 out of 10 was because I don't think it deserved anything higher than 8. I think it it's a very good, very great 8. But I feel like that the momentum that it, it gave us towards the end of the season, leading up to season two, if season two doesn't start off with a crazy bang, I don't I don't know how it could be anything less than a, a seven at that point, or six. 
I just think the way they set up the story, the way they, you know, kind of brought it to an end, but then bam, not really. Story's not done. Season two, I think, I think the way they ended season one guarantees you a season two, and it might even guarantee you a season three if fans want it. I think it's ultimately in the in the hands of the fans. It's like if you like the show, we'll give you the show, and if we're able to produce more content for season three, then go ahead, we'll give it to you. It's it it was amazing, and to see kind of the. Uh, the genre it's in, really. I'm the, I'm gonna Google what genre Yellow Jackets is in real quick, and then I'm gonna continue my thought. So I'm back. So Yellow Jackets can be described as a psychological slash horror show, and it, it does it does play on the psych psychological part a lot. But I think it's it's just let me go back to my podcast screen real quick just to make sure I'm still recording so I don't talk into nothing. But um, so I. Psychological horror drama show, and, he, and Stephen King um, sent out a tweet about it that went crazy on the subreddit, and kind of just giving its sh the show its blessing, like its stamp. It's like a stamp of approval. It's like, hey, this does psychological horror drama very well, and especially with a cast that's supposed to be in high school, it does it very well. And he gave it praise, and that was the final stamp of approval it needed. As soon as the season ended, I went on Reddit. I looked up what people were talking about at the end of the season, and I saw that tweet of Stephen King giving it its, its stamp of approval. And I sent it to my friends. So I was like, hey, horror guys, check out this show, please. Because, you know, if Stephen King likes it, you know, give it a chance. So to all my people out there, give, hor give horror, yes, give horror a chance, but give Yellow Jackets a chance. I think you'll come out more than likely very satisfied with the experience. But... That's it for today's Idle Talk. You know, something something different, you know? Not necessarily a review fully of this new show that I want you to watch. And a kind of spoilery, spoiler-free review of Scream. If I could even call it a review, I didn't give it an exact grade. I gave it, what, an 8 out of 10? 7 out of 8 out of 10, I, th I remember. It's, it's, I, to me, that movie was perfect because of the experience. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'll, I will put a little rating on Yellow Jackets again. I'll say it is definitely a solid 8 out of 10, and I think you should go watch it. But I'm Fernando, and I'll see you whenever I feel like. If it's a bonus episode or if it's a mini, find out. Peace. Peace.